0: Hey friends, buckle up for a new episode of the Seller's Journey Podcast with Yuvaro CEO, Joseph Fung. I love every opportunity I get to speak with this next guest because their story is so powerful. Mark Roberts worked in the oil and gas industry in the cold, remote Alberta, Canada. And he knew he needed to make a change to his career trajectory. And he had both the dedication and the perseverance to do so. His story, moving from an individual contributor to team lead and beyond is up next. Mark, thanks so much for joining us. I'm so looking forward to sharing your story. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great, Joseph. Thanks for having me on. It's Ever since he started doing the podcast last year, I was keeping my fingers crossed that I'd be invited to join one day and now I'm here. So I'm excited.
0: It was meant to happen. It was meant to happen. It was.
1: So, and
0: for, for folks tuning in, you know, Mark is a remarkable individual. He's gone through such an amazing journey from a vastly different industry into tech, a ton of success. Um, Mark, we're we're really looking forward to sharing more about what has made you so successful. Uh, To start things off, why don't we start a little bit with where you're at now? Can you share the company you're at, your role? What's what's making your work so exciting right now?
1: So it's kind of an interesting situation that I'm in. Mm -hmm. I don't think many people have done what I'm doing currently. So the parent company that I work for is called Freelancer International. And underneath, there are three sub-companies. You have freelancer.com, escrow.com, and freelancer. My role is the global team lead for all the ADRs. So I look over the ADRs for freelancer.com, escrow.com, and freelancer.com. And currently, right now, um, we have five ADRs, um, including myself. So we have three for escrow.com, two for freelancer.com. We are hiring for three more positions. Uh, One in Buenos Aires for another uh, freelancer.com position. London in the UK for another freelancer position and another one in Vancouver. And hopefully we'll be hiring for Lancer down in Sydney, Australia. So when I said I have kind of a unique situation, Mm. I am in charge of sort of Getting the entire team going. When I took over, there was just two of us. And now we have a potential of eight ADRs all over the globe. So it's a fun situation in. It can be stressful at times trying to coordinate everything. I do a lot of admin stuff. I do all the hiring. I do all the phone screening, the interviewing. Um, I've created three playbooks for the three different companies. Um, I do all the admin stuff and I'm still carrying a full quota, which is kind of stressful, but hopefully that'll be changing soon. And that's yeah, just an interesting time where I'm at right now.
0: Okay. So you're at that fun transition from kind of an individual contributor into a manager. You've already got a global team supporting three subsidiaries. I mean, that's pretty freaking cool. Um, but you started at a very different place. So why don't why don't we rewind? Let's bring that clock back. <laughs> what you think about your journey and kind of where you grew up? Did you ever see yourself in sales? What did a young Mark Roberts see himself doing?
1: Honestly, I a young Mark Roberts had no idea what he wanted to do. Um, of course, when I was in my teens, I worked in retail like a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. I worked in a fish and tackle shop for about four years. But then my career journey was very vast and unique. I've worked in casinos, dealing poker, underground poker clubs. I have taught English in South Korea. And before I started my sales journey, I spent 13 years in the oil and gas industry, working all over BC and Alberta. And yeah, eventually just, I I had enough of it. I was almost killed three times in the oil field. And That gets to a point where you just, enough is enough. All the money in the world isn't worth your life. So back at the end of 2019, I packed everything up and I moved down to Vancouver. And in January, I saw an ad for Uvaro on Reddit. I didn't know anything about tech sales. I didn't know anything about sales, to be honest. And I just thought, oh, I got nothing to do. Might be fun to look into. And then COVID hit. And it was like the perfect time. So I was able to join the training every day for the 12 week boot camp, And it was honestly some of the most fun that I've had in a long time because I was learning so much about a new industry that I had never experienced before. Different tools that I've never used. I was having fun with Excel and Google spreadsheets. I mean, <laughs> who likes having fun with Excel? Do you, Joseph?
0: Well, that's that's an unfair question. As a, as a founder and entrepreneur, I spend my entire time in spreadsheets in Excel. I, I, I guess I have to enjoy it somewhat. <laughs> that's a tough one. Yeah. You're right. Screen time all day. Uh, but thinking about that, you, you get to play with these new skills, you know, learn all this, this new stuff. Um, when you think about your time, 13 years in oil and gas, you know, it sounds like it was a tough, challenging environment. You alluded to some of the health risks what do you think are some of the biggest lessons you learned out of your time there
1: the biggest lesson that i learned from there was my why you Mm -hmm. always hear about people talking about your why you have to know what your why is to succeed my why is simple i never want to have to go back up north and work in like the (laughs) minus 50 again and like three feet of mud and honestly i don't want to sound obnoxious or like full of myself But you hear a lot of people bad-mouthing sales. Oh, sales is tough. It's not this, it's that. People don't know what tough is until you've literally almost been killed three times. You're working up in the north, out inside in the cold. And it's just, I enjoy it. I love being able to wake up and walk 50 feet, start work, have a cup of tea, eat warm lunches. There's nothing worse than eating sandwiches every single day for like two to three weeks straight it's all the little things that really made me adapt and grow to love this profession that we have i I know i'm sort of rambling uh like all around here to your question but the biggest lesson i learned was my why from my years working in the oil and gas
0: I hear the the motivation, the inspiration, the gratitude in your voice. Um, you you talked about all these little things that contributed to this huge juxtaposition of, of oil and gas and, and tech and sales. But you, you talked about earlier moving to Vancouver and starting to look around. Uh, was there any kind of specific item or specific trigger that tipped you over that line? You know, what is it? The, the straw that broke the camel's back? Is there anything that, got you to start looking. Uh, Can you remember that?
1: um, Yeah, it was actually when I read the article, uh, sorry, the ad on Reddit, the thing that really got me was, yeah, you can have a good paying salary after 12 weeks because working up north, the money is pretty decent, right? Mm -hmm. And if I was going to come down here, I probably would have driven truck again. And I wouldn't have been making nearly enough as the same amount of money as I was working up north. That is what really tipped it over the edge for myself because I thought, hey, let's give it a shot. If I can make somewhat close to the same money I was working up north, being down here and doing in a nice, safe, warm environment, why not try it? What's the worst that can happen?
0: Well, you're brave and ambitious and confident in that. I love that. Uh, And I think that speaks volumes to, I mean, the where you've landed speaks volumes to that. And we've juxtaposed the kind of before and the after, but what was it like in the middle of it? So, you know, even right now, you spoke using language that's different than tech sales. You said uh, driving truck. And in tech sales, we're we're big fans of our jargon. So for many, that's a new language. What was that like learning the language of tech and sales for you?
1: It was fun and it was frustrating at the same time. Hmm. So when I first joined up, um, Sheila was talking about us and getting us to introduce ourselves. And I remember everybody was saying all these like words and acronyms that I didn't even know about. Um, the one thing that will always like remind me of, um, Prakash, one of the other students, he said, oh, I just want to get into a SAS job. I was like, what's SAS? I didn't think I understood what SAS was until like two or three weeks in. Um, just because new to the industry. And yeah, it's the it's, it's funny little things like that. Um, all the different, like the language was nice because it's all new and I'm learning. But it's frustrating at the same time because you hear people talking about this and you don't want to be interrupting people every time they say a word that you don't understand. Like, hey, what's that? What does that mean? So it was good, but frustrating.
0: <laughs> sitting in that kind of good and frustrating, um, you know, reflecting back your, your, your first, your second week. And if you're talking to somebody now who was sitting in that, you know, they're, they're deciding, should I join a program like Yuvaro? Or I've just joined and I'm feeling that same kind of frustration or uncertainty. Do you have any advice for them? Anything you'd tell them to keep
1: in mind? I would say give it at least a week. Um, because I didn't even, the first week was very like, I'm not sure. I wasn't even sure if I wanted to continue with it, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the week, we had to do this one project and I just sort of had fun with the inquisitive mind of trying to find out the information that I had to getting all the data together and preparing to have like a somewhat of a presentation So definitely give it a little bit of time because I never thought I would want to continue with it. And it wasn't even until after the weekend that I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to stick with it. Um, It's definitely one of those, like one of the courses that you have to give it time because it could just be you're not sure of yourself. You're not sure of the words, the acronyms that everybody's using, the jargon, the industry and you just got to learn and absorb it all in before you can truly flourish
0: when people are learning new skills a lot of that apprehension can come from the uncertainty if what they're learning will apply to the work they're doing is this a waste Mm -hmm. of my time is this going to be helpful how did you find that how much have you used what you've learned in your day-to-day work and
1: in the many roles you've had since completing the program I used everything, to be honest, um, because in the course we did a lot of cold calling, writing scripts, uh, practicing demos, disco demos, even forecasting. I haven't been able to really play around with forecasting too much because I haven't gone up to an AE position quite yet. Mm-hmm. But it was so much fun just trying to like crunch the numbers and say, OK, this is why I think this one will hit here. And this why this one is going to hit down here, and just having all the information to back that up. Honestly, like it was a lot of fun. All the information that I learned, I use on a regular basis, and I really don't think I would be where I am right now if I'd never taken the course. Um, there are other courses out there. There are other like different communities you can join, like Reddit for the sales communities. But without Yuvaro, I don't think I would be where I'm at today because I don't think I would have had the drive to do it by myself without having all the knowledge and almost feeling like I have one step up on the competition from taking the course. And I'm no spring chicken either. Like I turned, I'm going to be 41 in a couple of months, so... If a company has a choice between a person right out of university or somebody who's 40 years old with, and they both have zero experience, probably the company's going to be leaning towards the the new grad. And mm. having taken you to get all that experience, it just gave me a, a leg up, to be honest.
0: I It's great to hear you, you say that because that's those are the exact reasons why we founded the company. So it's great to hear that, that we create that uh, environment and, and give you that kind of support. Um, you mentioned something really briefly, but you've mentioned a couple of times that sense of community. I mean, you even spoke about one of your classmates in one of the earlier answers. Uh, I'd, I'd love to hear, what do you think you learned from the people who were in the program with you? Not, not the instructors, the coaches, the guest speakers. What do you think you got out of the people who were in, that, in the trenches with you?
1: I really got an understanding of where everybody else came from the different walks of life and what they were going through because our class wasn't that big. By the time everyone graduated, I think there's about 10 of us. So when you have 10 people working together for 10 hours a week, and we even had like groups, like there was, um, three of us that would work on the weekends like just sort of to get together and practice things and um, just talk about the industry, it really forms a strong bond with you and your classmates. Granted, I don't talk to everybody all the time now, but there are some people that I still communicate on a regular basis with. And it's not very often you can get friends like that out of a course that only lasts 12 weeks. It's an intense process and
0: seeing the results that you had out of it, it's clear that that intensity drives you, but you're right. It's high stakes. Uh, It is a high stakes process. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've had the great success of having multiple roles coming out of the program. Uh, Can you share a little bit of it? What was that like? You're coming through the tail end of the program. You're saying, Hey, how do I put this into practice? What was that like finding that first role?
1: Oh, it was a whirlwind. I remember I it, I was week 10. I'd been applying for different roles. Um, I woke up six o'clock in the morning and I saw this one position for a background check company uh, that is background checking with software called MotoHR. So I applied and then eight o'clock I got an email saying, hey, you want to come have an interview with us later today? I'm like, yeah, Sure. So I had an interview with them. And then after that, at 4 o'clock, uh, they're like, yeah, we want you to have a chat with our uh, director of sales. So I'm like, oh, okay, sounds good. And then before 5 o'clock, they had made me an offer. The compensation was great. The people seemed amazing. And, yeah, it was just full of excitement and nervousness. And what ifs, like what is going to become next? That one day was just, it was a whirlwind because within less than 10 hours, I'd gone from not working to accepting a full offer and I was starting on the Monday. Wow. And that's the kind of training that I truly valued from Ivarro. I didn't even have to finish the course before I was getting a position that was, I think it was about 60000 to start. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was really decent and the best part was, it was working from home.
0: <laughs> so, out so of the I sandwiches had, and
1: the cold and out on the road. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. In the almost two years that I've been in sales, I've only worked in an office three times and that was a co-shared space. Every other time has been at home when I get to drink my cups of tea, when I get to have a hot lunch, and yeah, it's I walk twenty feet and I'm at my desk. Hell of a commute. <laughs> oh, I know. It's it's a lot different than sitting on a cold bus at four thirty in the morning in northern BC on a one hour trip to get to location.
0: Wow. So I mean, amazing transformation, and you've kind of opened up the crack of this, you know, the two years in sales. I mean, we spoke about before, you Ivaro, your time in the program, but the part that's so exciting is this ongoing growth that you've had. So maybe you can help, help our listeners in. You know, what was that journey like? You got that first role at a background checking company, and now you're leading a global team with three subsidiaries. What happened in between? Because there's a lot that's in there.
1: There was a lot of fails, there were quite a few wins, and dare I say heartache? Mm,
0: that's <laughs> fair, yeah.
1: It, it's, it's a lot of trial and error. Um, I've done a lot of things. I like to think outside the box. Mm-hmm. I My greatest, one of the most replied emails that I sent out is a meme. Mm. and i get a lot of replies to it and you've seen the muppets right Hmm. joseph totally do you know the grumpy old men in the uh the balcony there they're always making fun of the the muppets there is it Wal- all it is, is, is it yeah. yeah it's those two guys with their arms crossed like this and, and it's just any thoughts so it's a quick little bump email but i've gotten so many replies to that it's yeah um The thing that I love the most is that I've been able to use my creativity. Mm. So, as I said, there've been lots of failures. I can't tell you how many times I've crafted. It seems like I crafted the perfect email just to get not interested or unsubscribe, or worse yet, it goes to a bounced email. There's been a lot of different scripts I've tried, a lot of different cadences, sequences. There's been a lot of trials and errors, but I've been lucky that I've had the support to use my creativity. I was like, I created a music, uh, I created a sea shanty. I'm not sure if you heard it. <laughs> I went out, did the lyrics for escrow.com. I paid out of my own pocket to get this woman to sing it. And then wow. I got an animator to create the animation for it. Holy cow. I loved it. Everybody loved it, but it did not turn into a thing.
0: Huh.
1: <laughs> but it was an experience. It was fun. And that's the kind of failures that I've had to deal with. I I went out and bought a custom wax seal. I was writing letters. I, I bought a laser jet printer and I was getting it written in like old English, script, not old English, but like nice cursive handwriting. Mm-hmm. And then I would wax seal my little, my own sort of emblem onto the paper and then mail it out. I thought it'd be a hit nothing happened so it's lots of little trials trials and errors thinking outside the box but yeah it's you're talking about the journey in between trials and errors you have some wins you have some losses and heartache and when you stomach your heart drops to your stomach because you realize you send out an email that might have the bracket's first name in it, oh, sure or there no. might be some mistakes in the email. And you're <laughs> just like, oh my God, I just want to go hide. Oh, Put me under a rock.
0: We've all been there. It's happened to all of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You spoke about those experiments, and yeah, hearing the joy in your voice as you talked about them, it struck me, uh, and I don't know if this is true or not, but it must feel very different working in a space where... You can experiment and the cost of failure is someone doesn't answer your email versus when you're
1: working in oil and gas. You have no idea. A mistake up north could cost somebody their lives. It almost cost myself and about, I think there's about six of us all of our lives because two other people made a mistake one day. Holy cow. And the worst thing that will happen here is you might get yelled at from somebody who's having a bad day and you can't take it personally because you're calling them out of the blue you're emailing them out of the blue they don't know you they don't owe you anything and for all you know their dog could have died that day they could be going through divorce they could have had to lay off a bunch of people at their company so if the worst thing that happens if somebody gets upset at you so what you just have to Let it roll off your back and go on to the next one. The only main consequences of the job that we have in sales is getting rejected. Mm -hmm. And if you can handle the rejection day in, day out, and not let it bother you, and not let it get down, then the sky's the limit, because you have something that a lot of other people don't have, and that is the ability to just let it go and just keep moving forward.
0: You've you got such a, a wise and learned perspective on these things. And I remember in your your classes, when I was talking to your, your classmates, like in sessions at graduation, one of the things that always stuck with everyone was how much of an impact you had on them in terms of energy, positivity, supporting, sharing best practices. Um, what about for you? Not just in the class. Actually, let's think, in, in your sales work, How has networking with others supported you in your growth and development?
1: Oh, the networking has been, I I can't even describe it, the networking that I have been able to have because of Yuvaro. I'll I'll give a quick little story here, Mm -hmm. if that's all right. Totally, go for it. So about uh, closer to the end of the course, Sheila mentioned that this company bravado was giving all the uh, students at Uvaro a chance to get a mentorship program through them for free. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. I'm going to sign up. So I signed up. I reached out to Sahil, sent him a connection request on LinkedIn, just said, hey, thanks so much. Just signed up. Um, Love to get connected with you. Really appreciate it. Um, uh, A student at Uvaro. Well, a couple weeks later, he had this post on LinkedIn. He's like, yeah, we're having this thing called Zinner. It's like dinner over Zoom. Um, It's going to be fun. Anybody wants to invite, just message me. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll do that. That sounds like a lot of fun. And um, I ended up going. I'm like, hey, can I get a link? He's like, yeah, of course. So we go and we were doing Zinner for almost a year, I want to say, every two weeks. Nice. I have made so many connections because of that and made so many good friends because that, because of Yuvaro. If it wasn't for Yuvaro giving us the ability to network and learn about a company called Bravado, I would never have the network that I have now. And in the network I have now, I have CEOs, I have um, CROs, Uh, owners of companies, COOs, managers, directors that I can reach out to and just basically ask questions for advice on where I'm going in my career, advice on how to handle certain situations. It's phenomenal. The networking is probably one, if not the biggest aspect that has pretty much shaped my career. And it's all because of Youvaro. Wow,
0: those are, those are strong words. I mean, thank you for sharing them. And I wish that everyone took such a proactive approach to their network because it is such a great tool. You've set a great example. Um, I, I know that we, we said we wouldn't take up too much of your time. So we've got you know kind of really one last big question that I'd love to hear. Um, we've talked a lot about your journey. And wow, you've had so much progress. But you're not done yet. Now, I'd love to hear what do you see as your future. What are you aiming at? And and selfishly, what what can we do to support you? Uh, you know, what can we do to help you out?
1: So, I like mentoring people. I like helping people. Um, I've always liked teaching people from, be it fly tying, fly fishing lessons in the fish and tackle store, to uh, teaching English to little kids and. 60 year old businessman in Korea, and then even mentoring people in the oil field. I take pride in knowing that I've been able to help someone succeed. So eventually I want to continue, continue doing that, which is sort of what I'm doing right now, bringing people into the sales world and helping them out and helping them succeed as much as humanly possible. That's what I'm looking forward to being able to watch people grow. And their journey, their um, career journey throughout the years. And I think the biggest thing Varro can do is continue to do what you're doing. Have the ongoing training sessions that you're continuing to have where you can invite us to join. Where you can invite everybody that wants to, to participate to join the cold calling sessions. Where people can go and they can just practice for 45 minutes on a cold calling blitz. On different... Um, career aspects if it's Alex holding a career session it's the little things that you guys do to help the community of your students but also people outside of Uvaro as well you're welcoming everybody in and you don't mind if they're not part of Uvaro. if you just put an ad uh, like a post on LinkedIn say hey we're doing this cold call blitz everybody's welcome There could be a lot of people out there that need the practice that just don't get the time or the people to do it with. So what you're doing for the entire sales community is pretty much the help that we already need that we're getting currently.
0: That's awesome. That's powerful stuff. And I know we're going to keep doing more of it, those cold call blitzes. Uh, you already gave me one idea there for more meals over Zoom. And especially if we combine it with the hot lunches, I think we might have a winner there. So I think <laughs> we've got some good ideas going forward. Um, for all of our listeners who are tuning in, if they're, they're saying, hey, this smart guy's wicked smart. I'd love to connect with him. Where can they find you?
1: They can find me on LinkedIn, um, Mark Roberts. I don't have my exact URL. Uh, but yeah, just reach out to me on LinkedIn Um, If they can't find me, look up escrow.com. That's the company I am technically under, even though I am doing all the other ones. Mm -hmm. But yeah, escrow.com, Mark Roberts, send me a connection request. I'm more than happy to help out if they need some career advice, if they need just even to talk about interviewing, uh, because I have been doing a lot of interviewing so I can help people with uh, practice interviews, tips. Or even if they just wanna learn what Yavaro is like. Um if they just wanna talk for fifteen minutes. I was gonna say something else, but I didn't want to swear on the <laughs> podcast there, so I had to sort of stop mid through.
0: They're screaming. Yeah, they just wanna to... that's, that's always good for the yeah. socials. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, escrow.com, Mark Roberts. Um, reach out to me if they want if you guys want to and yeah, I'll always accept the connection request.
0: Love it. Uh, For folks tuning in, thanks so much for for listening in. Mark's a wicked sharp cookie. He took advantage of every opportunity that he had, and you can hear it with the success that he's had. Um, Mark, thank you for joining us. I'm really looking forward to our next conversation, and I hope you have an awesome, awesome day.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Joseph. You too. It's been great catching up, and I can't wait till one of the next sessions.
0: That's it for this episode of the Seller's Journey podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Subscribe for more episodes. Connect with us on LinkedIn and join the movement towards finding career success today!